Well, today we look at God's master plan, God's design for marriage. And I understand we are talking about the how of marriage. So how are we supposed to do marriage? So, Vainam, what are your thoughts around how we should be doing this? Yeah, look, well, as we as we would also share at, uh, at this session, the master plan at the weekend, um, marriage isn't man's idea. You know, God actually designed marriage. So, you know, we'd be wise in actually... Uh, consulting what he's already said about marriage. And <laughs> I love the verse that says um, in Genesis, you know, it explains, it says, this explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united as one. You know, that's Genesis 2.24. And the three things that I want to sort of highlight there, there's the leave, right? There's mm. the be joined together and be united as one. Um, so I love, I love, you know, alliterations and uh, the, the three P's of marriage, if you will. Peace, yeah. <laughs> prosperity, well, permanence. Uh, peace, prosperity, <laughs> those are good guesses, definitely. Um, but look, there's the leaving uh, and next to that, you know, if you think about it, uh, priority. You know, that, that word in the, in the original language is, is a very strong word. It's, it's almost better translated as abandon, you know. In the in the context of the day and age it was written, you know, our our parents were the most important relationships we had in our family, and so when a man and a, and a wife, you know, a man and a woman gets married, there's a clear distinction of saying, look, your parents and your family may have been the most important priority in your life, but you need to make a clear break from them, and your wife needs to be, or your um, your husband needs to become your main priority. Now, that doesn't mean we literally abandon our parents, but it means someone else now has that priority spot in my life. You know, and I, I see this all the time when couples fail to make that transition. The marriage never actually grows to a strong sense of oneness because they're still clinging onto their old identity. You know, so that's the priority. Would you say that it wouldn't be very biblical to completely abandon your parents because it talks about honouring your father and mother, but how do you work out those boundary lines when perhaps honouring your father or mother's request is interfering with a relationship with your spouse? Well, well, that's the thing, right? When I when I think about, um, and, and it does happen, and you're right, we, we want to honour our parents um, at all stages. And, and look, sometimes honouring your parents, um, you know, does not mean you do everything they say. Uh, well, actually, quite often it doesn't mean you do everything they say. But in in this context of you know, if 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 our if our marriage is the priority, we we recognize, and I'll get to the second bit of, in a, in, a, in a moment, uh, we becoming one. And and I love this analogy of the the caterpillar becoming a butterfly, right? A caterpillar cannot um, add wings to itself to become a butterfly. It's not like the caterpillar and the wings marry and now it's a butterfly, <laughs> you know. Um, it's more like the caterpillar goes through a transformation journey of actually dying at, to himself as a cat, caterpillar. They say the last thing that happens when the caterpillar spins itself into a cocoon is his face falls off, um, which is quite interesting because a new thing is born out of that. And, and this is what we get in marriage, like the two will become one. You know, I'm I'm still I heard that when we got married and I'm still trying to figure out which one. <laughs> but but the reality is in marriage we we you know, us as a unit, husband and wife, um, we we we're growing in oneness and we're growing into something new. 
And we need to actually make this new relationship a priority. Whereas family relationships, we can still treat with respect and honor. We honor our parents, but they no longer hold the number one spot in our marriage. Now, Van, I, you mentioned two other points. You mentioned permanence and passion. So could you give us a little description of, of what those yeah. mean? So the first aspect of the verse says leaving, and the second one, some translations would use the word cleave, you know, or be joined together. And that's a permanence. You know, when we approach marriage from a permanence perspective, we're saying it's like we've been super glued together. This is a great illustration from the movie Fireproof where um, – you know, these two blokes are having a conversation and, and one of them takes uh, salt in a pepper pot and they say, these two go together. And the next moment he glues them together and he said, um, you know, to his friend who's trying to take them apart, you know, why did you glue them together? And he says, no, stop, don't take them apart because if you do that now, you'll break either one or both of them. And, you know, when we are joined in marriage, uh, you know, with that idea of this is a permanent commitment, uh, you know, if, if that is our approach to marriage, then we find ways to make it work. If we approach marriage with a view of as long as this works for me, well, we, we constantly have a performance-based relationship and that's not the way God designed it, right? God, God works in this covenant relationship and, and we spoke about last week how uh, our relationship is there to reflect and represent God's nature so that's the permanence aspect. So we leave, there's a priority. We are joined together, that's permanence. And then we are united as one, you know, and that's passion. And look, we yeah. we can say a lot about that topic, but ultimately when these two first two building blocks are, um, you know, there as a foundation, passion and physical intimacy in relationship, this process of becoming one uh, is often actually the fruit of a healthy foundation. We're all familiar with mentoring. It's all about sharing knowledge, skills, and personal experiences to guide another person towards reaching their full potential. It's about investing your time and talents to make a positive difference in the life of another. In a nutshell, it's discipleship at its best. Marriage mentoring is exactly the same, except you're doing it as a couple and you're doing it with a couple. At Family Life, we run an outstanding program to train you to be exceptional marriage mentors. We equip you in the art of asking skillful questions, which then help younger couples grow together and do marriage well. Become a marriage champion for others and register today for our online training at familylife.nz. Thanks for listening. I'm Vena Jacobs from the Family Life New Zealand team, and this has been another oneness resource to help you grow together in your marriage. Check us out online at familylife.nz for more information on events, training, and other amazing resources. Let's fight the drift, move towards each other in oneness, and impact our corner of the world together. See you next time.